on the tee, Jack Nicklaus. This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory. Join the Bogeymen and Movember on Friday the 20th of May at Moy Valley Hotel and Golf Resort for the inaugural Bogeymen Open. This special day out includes golf on the Championship Golf Course, awards dinner, on-course whiskey tasting and live Bogeymen show. Get involved for your chance to win thousands of euros worth of prizes and you'll get to hang out with special guests including DP World Tour professional Cormac Charvin, Dublin footballing legend Paddy Andrews and actor and TV presenter Simon Delaney. The Bogeyman Golf Charity Day with Movember. Book now via the link below. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Bogeyman Golf Podcast hosted by Dave and Johnny. It is the uh, Tuesday of the WGC Dell World Technologies Match Plays or whatever it's called. WGC. But most importantly, Dave, yes. it is the Tuesday before <laughs> the late town, Betty's Town <laughs> Scratch Cup in which you will be competing and in which I will be filming. Yep, you will. Um, How are you feeling for it? How's the preparation going? <laughs> I feel just fine, Johnny. To be honest, I really don't think it deserves that kind of a that kind of a build. But um, no, first kind of first of the year, so get out for a thirty-six holes. It'll be interesting. I think I actually we played actually last week as part of bottle golf in in Carton, and I played eighteen that day, which we'll get into in a bit, and went for another nine after that just to try and get like holes into the legs because mm. we've been kind of swinging around for nine holes and taking it very handy and 36 holes in a day now seems like a bit of a mission to be honest yeah that's actually the part i'm more more worried about than anything else um yeah it's i actually had a I had a spin around the front nine of it there the other day um really cool place really kind of sh- it's short but it's very very tricky very tricky really small greens greens are actually going to run really really quick um and the weather looks like it's going to be good There's no rain anyway that's for sure i don't know about the rest of the country but the east coast has been basked in sun for the past couple of days so it'll probably get a very very linksy very quick up there uh but lovely cool clubhouse lovely course uh, nice people in it uh yeah nice part of the world too yeah, I think I'm, I've never played the course. Um, I'm looking forward to getting out and actually seeing I'll be walking it with you and filming. We'll be filming every shot of the, the 36 holes. So I think that'll be, it'd be a good fun day for the two of us. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see, how, see how I'm playing first. <laughs> then, we, then we'll decide how fun it is on my side. Uh, yeah, it should be interesting. It should be a good one too, just to get out and just get a bit of competitive golfing again. Um, as I said, it'll be start of the year. So... God knows what what kind of kind of what what kind of swing will show up, but if we'll get through the first first eighteen and then see how we're going after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you've been all over the place as well recently. You were yeah up, up north and Baltray and everywhere. So yeah, so Baltray for work uh, in County Loud and had a look there. God, they they've done a lot of work up there. Um, they've put in about over a million quid into their new irrigation system. That's all settled in now. Uh, the place looks absolutely class they okay. don't play they play off mats for the for pretty much all the winter so they're 
just coming off mats i think is today the place is like immaculate it's unbelievable okay. how good the condition is over there and in fairness we got a really good day to bring a group from um from sweden around uh to show them the place so they loved it and um then yeah i was up in donegal then we're playing i'm actually playing with donegal in the senior cup this year so we're up there having a bit of a kind of a squad get together which is great um so we're playing i think first round of it like next week or something next weekend so it all comes pretty thick and fast wow okay so you're getting you're getting lots of golf in at the moment these days yeah yeah there's a bit there's a bit going on there just and like it'll like i think march march is pretty busy it'll die off for april june june is busy july is busy and then yeah so so it's like it's gonna be good it's gonna be good old good old good old stretch of it that's good i think you're you're getting out to play a lot more than I am. I think we're two contrasting areas yeah, think, of golf. I, I was so texting you the other day. I was texting you the other day, and I was saying that it was the closest I've come to just in frustration walking off a golf course. Because I think in the last four weeks I've played four times, and one of those times was battle golf, which I don't think you can really count as as real golf, especially after like you know seven you, shots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no and with kind of probably half a bag of clubs as well it doesn't make it too easy oh, that's good no, i'm not giving away anything there but um uh yeah I, I don't think you can probably judge yourself too too well off uh off the next while but look you're 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 a summer parkland type you can't wait till you're allowed to drive the buggies on the on on the courses oh, again yeah, and all yeah, that kind sure. of <laughs> sure sure yeah, honestly i just i just need to now that the days have gone longer i will actually be able to go out and play and yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's just a case of just not it's getting a big, not getting but it's a big, practice. This is a big, this is the, the bigger, the biggest golf news this week is that the hour changes at the weekend. So everyone can go out after work without really slinking off too much. I'll probably still sling off a bit. Ah, yeah. Like it, but you're, you're only cutting half an hour as opposed to maybe leave the office at three. So, <laughs> and with the laptop on the course or something like that yeah yeah um so we've kind of been talking about it so battle golf did happen last it did. week it, it was did. um well two weeks ago now at this point uh it was unfortunately the weekend before the weekend of really good weather it was, yeah so I, I got fairly biblical conditions for half of my one of my matches or mm. match yeah. and a half but you had great conditions and you you two great matches yeah i'd yeah contrasting i'd, I'd describe one of them, one of them was a good old battle, and the other one was a bit of an exhibition from from the other side. So, like, I'll I'll leave people to guess as to which was which, but <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, two 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 very different matches, but um, two really good ones to be a part of. Yours, likewise, actually, you uh, you took you you took a big bite out of a out of the apple in fairness in terms of who you got drawn against. Yeah, I think my <laughs> the episodes probably won't go out in sequence. I think we'll probably do one of your matches, one of mine, yours one, one of yours, one yeah. of mine. But if you watch my two episodes back to back, it's like an emotional roller coaster where it starts very, very in the depths of despair, and then as the day goes on, my mood kind of lifts. I think it's I think it's just yeah. As, as the weather, the weather got your worse, I managed to bring people down to my level. I'm I'm not sure. I think strategic winds of holes at good times and good choices of clubs to take makes a massive difference as i found out yeah for sure and i think like the the game is is fantastic um 
when both players are, are losing clubs like people were were missing putts like that ordinarily you know it's obviously given yeah yeah um oh, it because they're putting with something completely alien to them because they don't have a putter anymore it's suddenly it, everything has so much more jeopardy to it it was it's a great series honestly i, lo- I love playing it so much um but by god it can be brutal sometimes it can be brutal and like i believe your phrase was the game only works if the club if the pro starts to lose clubs the game does not work if it's only us losing yeah but which, in both in which, both, which both, both of your matches um it was it was so tight for for both of your games yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah well one was for a long long way and the other one kind of thought I'd get back but just couldn't like I think one of the guys I was playing did he play 10 holes in total or 11 Uh, yeah he played 11 in total and he was seven under for the 11 holes yeah yeah I mean for for your day (laughs) you you were what one under even at your even at worst uh even on one under in the two games and um just about scraped on one of them and was dusted in the other. But again, so, like, we're not you didn't giving up. You poorly, like. You know no, no, it's just the putter. Very, very well. it's, you see that? It's the thing. It's the, like, when you lose your putter, it's just, it's awful. It's yeah. the worst. It genuinely is the worst. Mm. So, um, yeah, and, and as, like, for when pros lose something like that, they're, like, in particular, one of your games, actually, one of the players with his coach had actually been working actually hold on a second real big name drop here he had been working with brad faxon on putting without a putter so even if he did lose but he's going to be grand yeah and then in the other game one of the guys i was playing with he had the purest putting stroke with a wedge i've yeah. ever seen in yeah. my life exactly I was so like god if i could put that well with my wedge i wouldn't even bother with a putter Exactly. So it does, it does throw up all sorts of funny conundrums and yardages and, and all that kind of stuff. So it was good. Um, yeah. So we had, you were on the Amira for your two games and I was on the Monty for mine. So fairly contrasting conditions. Yours was kind of no wind and bit of rain. And then we just had a lot, a lot of breeze, I think for, for our one. Um, and that place plays long, no matter what tee box you're playing off, to be honest. So yeah, great day out, and I think they'll be they'll be coming on online pretty soon. Yeah, I'd say probably the only things we actually have to do are add in like the shot tracer and the commentary. Everything else is all done. So yeah, well, it's, it's actually very very fun to edit as well. Oh, like the the outtakes are probably very, way very better fun. than what you're allowed to leave in, to be honest, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, no, no, it was honestly such a good fun, such a good fun day. A couple of days and Carton were very good to us. And exactly, yeah. So both thanks. both courses playing very nice as well. Yeah, really nice. Uh, greens, beautiful in both. Um, yeah. So thanks to Jason and his team for having us. So, so that's kind of it from what our golf and the amateur normal golf, normal golf. world. Yes. Um, I am. I am con- continuing to struggle with my game of golf. Davis shooting under round part, under round for fun um into the professional game now yes the really people who are proper proper players proper yeah so we we kind of missed an episode on the players but obviously your nemesis took it home cam smith yeah 
I'm delighted for Kevin. He's not, man, you're, well, man okay. you're trying to hunt down. Well, yeah. I, it's more that like I'm trying to emulate Cam Smith rather Emissary, than see okay, him as, okay. as well. Any, well I reckon he's going to turn into a bit of a nemesis after a while. No, I think if anything, it's just going to make me turn against myself. So all right, okay, yeah. okay. So, so well, anyway, that, yeah, he... frame is not aware. Cam Smith obviously won Capalula, um, shot thirty-one birdies and two eagles, uh, and so I set myself to challenge him. So twenty-ninth of July to shoot said score. I'm seven birdies in and no eagles. Okay. after i think seven rounds like it's just it's not it's not good i think at this point the tide is turning against me i had full of confidence toward the start of this um but you gotta play better just <laughs> just play better golf ah look it'll be it'll, it'll it'll come but anyway he um he yeah he got home like kind of stumbled home didn't really stumble home if you like kind of made a bit of a ball isn't it in 18 and 16 and 16 as well and hit gorgeous shot in 18 to get close one by one in the end secured it after hitting in the water with his second Shane made a great hole in one on 17 kind of one of it's pretty much one of the main holes that you'd ever want to make a hole in one on his own yeah yeah and, it's kind of 16. and he has a hole in one at Augusta like He's got some pretty good holes in oh, one. Stick a wedge in that man's hands and he'll take yeah. your eye out. Um, and yeah, I think 16 in Scottsdale, kind of 17 there and maybe 12 in Augusta. They're probably the three, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, he did a good old showing. So uh, tweet went up around like Shane's consistency and number of top 10s and top 15s he's had this year. He's basically a walking ATM this year, to be honest. So he's kind of safely ensconced top 33 in the world, or tied 33 in the world. Uh, on to Seamus Power, who's kind of hanging in there, top 48, tied 48 in the world, has a tough old group this week now if he wants to maintain it. But a couple of good wins should pretty much guarantee his Masters, um, like his, his Masters entry to, for this year, which kind of everything seems to be geared towards the Masters for him rather than anything else. If, which he, is great. if he has a match in the group yeah he's in augusta yeah so it, <laughs> it, like he should be fine um i just like looking at like that that field is is pretty pretty heavy when you look at when you look at like the 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 the, the, the quality of it and the, the games that are coming up and the matches that are coming up in the first round are pretty cool so that kicks off on is that kicking off it, it's a funny one because it, there's there's a lot of rounds that happen um, within that so it like it goes on forever it starts on a wednesday as well so mm. it like runs right through like you have to play it's like a survival of the fittest this one it's like who's the fittest golfer out there they have the most chance of probably winning this thing because you have to play three pool matches and then you're into kind of the last 60 last 32 16 and like so you're physically playing with 20 rounds of golf i'd say which yeah, there's some pretty pretty good matchups coming into the first one uh the ones that i was looking at uh, a clash of a clash of everything the first one is going to be bryson dechambeau against richard mm. bland it's talk like, about polar opposites yeah it's like he took him well effectively like if you think that the way richard bland finished up in dubai when it matched with rory he did well like <laughs> he could be the man bryson's coming in rusty as all hell i suppose and like I'd be I'd be putting a few quid on Richard Bland for that one. 
Yeah, I think I think I I probably would as well with Bryson going back from injury and just yeah. not playing for a long time. And it's it's actually kind of comes back to what you were talking about earlier and just having rounds in the legs. Now obviously he's like he's done this for a long time and he's gonna have the rounds in his legs. Yeah. But there's a lot to be said for just match experience yeah. and playing for the last few weeks in a row and just... novelty as well like for like he's nothing to, he's like there's one person has everything to lose out of this now, i know it's obviously the group stages in the context of the whole um tournament it's only a small one but and you can afford to lose games and still get through but yeah what what a, what a chance for him uh shane's got harold varner uh in the first round in the first round which is going to be a cool game Two cool fellas, I suppose. Um, and some game and Seamus Power are gonna battle it out. I think the first couple of rounds are a little bit scant in terms of games. You'll probably watch Max Homer, Matthew Wolf for the goals, maybe to see how Matthew Wolf's recovering. But these are all like the preliminary stages where it looks like the high seeds, kind of low seeds vibe. Mm. Um, and then they slowly converge the middle tier, if you like, the top 20, 20 to 40 kind of played or 20 to 35 play each other so uh matt fitz and tommy tommy fleetwood are gonna battle it out and well, robert yeah, mcintyre colin morikawa that's i was just about to well, so they're all the coverage starts really early as well so you can have a lot of golf uh starting at two o'clock tomorrow um so yeah so that's irish time so you'll you'll pick that up so you can get as much golf as you want that's uh, I, I, I like that game. That's that'll be a good game to watch. I'm just yeah, going to. There's so many matchups here. What do you make of this style of format? Do you think we'd like a bit more of this in tour? Because I think if I remember correctly, it by when it came to the final, we were over it last year. Oh, I I remember the one the guy who was mainly over it was Scotty Sheffler. If you remember, he just mm. looked exhausted. It was like a fight to finish it off himself and Billy Horschel. They were sideways. And it was like it's unbelievable fatigue. Like six six competitive rounds in a row, practice round today. Like that's a, it's a lot of competitive golf. Now you will argue off oh, all the games don't go the whole distance. It's only one game a day, blah blah. But it's a lot of golf. So, um, yeah. It, oh, do I like it? Yeah. It, it it will it will be old. Like by the time we get to Sunday evening, it'll be like just who won. Basically, yeah. I think we're we're gonna be at. So you don't you wouldn't want more of it, this this <clears throat> one and don't like they they probably like what's wrong with a straight up draw like like sixty four playing into the last thirty two playing into the last sixteen like it's one less match effectively yeah that that genuinely like if they just played played the straight draw the straight it only, it, yeah straight knockout it'd be only one less but like. I think <clears throat> I think the base of it is the guys don't want to go home. I don't want to show up for a tournament and just play just to play one competitive round. I guess that's what would probably annoy them. But I, I can't remember how it was run like in bygone years um, as to as to how it would be. But yeah, like I assume if, if say for instance Richard Blant, who does play very much in the US, flies all the way over to Texas, plays a few practice rounds, get knocked, gets knocked out in the first round, goes home. It's probably, well, he probably, in fairness, it's the PJ Tour, so he'd probably go home with a bag of cash anyway. So, yeah, just for as just a for WGC as well, yeah. So, so he got loads of world ranking points, uh, just for probably showing up and finishing tied 64th, if you like, <laughs> because like there's going to be 32 other fellas, or actually, no, you finish tied 33rd, don't you? Because all yeah. the other fellas 
um, I've got knocked out in the first round. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's probably the way it is run is probably for world ranking points purposes, I imagine, or something to more evenly distribute or to, to distribute them less kind of uh, blanket in a blanket fashion. But yeah, I'll I'll watch it for I'll watch it like I watch most PGA just because it's a WGC it doesn't mean I'll change how I watch it versus any other PGA tour event. No, I think I I would love it to just be straight knockout. How yeah? How great would it be? <laughs> just especially if someone got a big scalp. Like remember, um, Dan Clark and Tiger. Yeah, like Bob McIntyre tied with DJ. Yeah, like if yeah. that had to go extra holes because it was straight knockout. Yeah, and the yeah. TV DJ that would be so good to watch. That'd be brilliant. Love that. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, as you said, there's like the big scalps don't mean as much. But then losing, if you scalp, if you like, <laughs> or if you are the minnow, yeah, uh, you means you're not going home. You still have a chance. Yeah, plus there aren't really too many minnows. Like it's a WGC, so I'm just going through the list here. I mean, there are a couple here where you're. I I I mean minnows in a very very loose sense of the world mm. i'm talking about maybe a top um the top 10 in the world getting beaten by someone just outside the top 50 so yeah top like 61 but like that's only like the tip of the iceberg in terms of the amount of pro golf in terms of irish participation this week there is literally an irish person on every single tour going this week isn't it yeah no matter where you go you won't be able to avoid a tricolor Hopefully, they'll be up the top of the leaderboards as well. Over on the Sunshine Tour, the SET, SDC Open in South Africa, Paul Dunn, Gav Moynihan, and John Murphy are all competing. Now, I did see Paul Dunn posting on Instagram yeah, a few COVID, positive so COVID tests, so he might not be in the field. I think he's kind of on the back end of his um, of, of having it, but hopefully he'll be clear in time to get, get a few, get a few holding. Yeah, especially because it's an extra day, obviously. Yeah, and he had a few good results there. Yeah. A few good weeks on the on the DP World Tour. So hopefully he just does keep getting that yep. match day, uh, those hours under his belt. Then also staying in South Africa, the Joburg's Ladies Open uh, on the Ladies European Tour. Olivia Mahaffey is competing over there. She was playing on the Epson Tour the week before, uh, the week just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, she got a sponsor's invite to that. She didn't make the cut on that event, unfortunately. So hopefully this week it goes a little bit better for her. Then yeah. on the uh, PGA Tour, the Corrales Punta Cana Championship, the opposite field event to the WGC. Graham McDowell Graham is McDowell competing is, over there. Yeah, he won that. Is that the one he won two years ago? Uh, yes. 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 It was indeed. Yeah. Uh, so he's going back there to try and get a few more FedEx points, you know. I assume this is back to like trying to get into the open again kind of thing for him. Oh, I this, is, so. this is the kind of stuff he plays he plays for now at this stage, isn't it? Yeah. Getting yeah. into the majors. Just manipulating the system to try and get just into the open. Play. Well, if you really want to manipulate the system, you just come back and play in Europe, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, he's American through and through at this point. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Moving on to the LPGA Tour at the JTBC Classic, Leon Maguire and Stephanie Meadow are in the field. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, hopefully they'll they'll kick on, and uh, if Leona can get a second win under her belt this week, that'd be great. If Ste- Stephanie can, uh, if Stephanie can get her maiden LPGA win, how great would it be if they both got maiden wins in the same season? Be impressive. Like to, I, I feel you're you're kind of you, you root for them in two different ways. I feel Stephanie, you kind of root for like 
come on hope you can get yeah stay away from that get last result, 10, yeah. 25 in the in the order of merit whereas leon you're like go take over the world yeah it's funny that isn't it? it's funny how i imagine I, I couldn't imagine what that's like being the other so being the stephanie meadow in that situation because yeah. like does she take notice of it does she care Mm, I, I I don't know like uh, God that I, I think I think at that level it's just all so about themselves that I don't think she'd be like I'm sure they look on she'd look on enviously like that it took you know only a couple of years to, to get her first win but well, Stephanie isn't on tour that long either no just well, a season more than a season definitely. more so like and she's had to grind it out a bit more obviously and things have come quicker. I'm not going to say easier either, but I just have come a bit quicker to, to, to Leona in terms of profile, in terms of Solomon Cup, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, but yeah, up until, <clears throat> up until the point that they kicked off last season, they were very much at, at peer level um, in terms of their experience, whereas Leona has obviously kicked on. And, and Stephanie's kind of found herself, some of found herself back in the last year battling to, to maintain status, but look at it. I'd say there's far more like Stephanie than there is like Leona. No, oh, yeah, in professional golf. So I'd say she's not even looking at we are what Leona's doing. I'd say she's firmly, firmly ensconced in what she's doing herself. Yep, that's rightly so. Yeah. Moving on to the Asian tour, uh, the at the DGC Open. Kevin Phelan is competing over in India. So uh, he's the only Irishman in the field over there, which is great to see. And then finally, with the DP World Tour, the Qatar Masters, Johnny Caldwell, Nal Carney, and Cormac Charbonneau are all in the field. They're back over that neck of the woods again. They are indeed. They haven't been out of the, um, the desert. Feels like. Yeah, it feels like they've just been. Yeah, it feels like they've been there the since like November. You know, in terms of all of the events that have been on, like they spent pretty much all of February there, didn't they? End of January, all of February over there. But I suppose, look, it probably suits as well, weather-wise, etc. Practice facilities and all that kind of stuff. Guys just go over on mass. They all rent a house together, or rent a house with, with with the guys that they like or whatever, and it's easier to stay out there, practice there in the sun, and, and get ready just for kind of next month when everyone starts to make their way back over to uh to europe yeah it's the, the tours have always kind of followed the summer months and yeah when one part of the world appears to have basically a constant summer why would tours yes. not go there where they can constantly put on events you know exactly exactly yeah no crowds but they get they get to put on the events in sun at good to at good times for tv as well which is great yeah great for us Sorry, you, you you love it you love it i love a bit of desert golf yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, speaking of um, Seamus Power and potentially getting into the the Masters if he gets a half point, I I put out on Twitter just a a, qu- a quick I want to get people's attention uh, or their opinions on we're sixteen days out from round one of the Masters. Yeah, it's coming in yeah. fast, pretty um, fast. It's coming in very fast, actually. Mm-hmm. To be fair, this year it's kind of come in a lot faster than I'd expect. All the old sweepstakes and bets and everything from golf societies and groups are all getting together and picking their picking their top fives okay um 
<laughs> have you have you given any thought to a top five or even Absolutely. who you'd favor? No, the reason I do that is because I, for one of those groups, I'm the person who keeps score for it and oh, have managed sick. to put like a spreadsheet together that does it automatically from like a feed. Don't ask me how I did it. I did it by accident, but it still works. But the problem is I still have it, which means every time the masters come or a major comes around, I get asked to do it for one particular group. So I end up nearly half dreading the masters for this reason. Okay. But it makes for it makes for a, a very good Sunday because it's the people who are making moves back down the fields. Like, do you know the way Rory backdoors a top five every year mm. or a top 10? He makes a massive difference because he's moving from, say, a top 20 from, to top 10. So that's 10 points on the scorecard. So that's obviously lowest score wins, the top five. So by position, one is 1.2, is two points, et cetera. So obviously you want your, your five finishing as high as you can. So... But if you have someone who maybe shoots like the lights out on the last day and goes from like top 50 to top 20, they make huge differences the last day. So it actually makes it pretty interesting, even if you're not back in the winner of the tournament. Oh, that's very good. That does, yeah, that, that's really, that's really good. So they can get yeah, so exactly. a bunch of mates watching it there. That's, that's huge. Yeah. So we, <clears throat> we have it, we have the group for it and then we update it on the hour, every hour. So by the time, so that means that, Bit, as I said, the big moves happen really, really early. So you're always in with a chance. Mm. I'm going to run through a few of the answers there from people on, on the internet. Uh, Stephen Barr says he'd love to see Shane Larry win. That's his heart speaking. His head says Justin Thomas. What do you think of that? Um, I'd love to see, I'd love to compile both. I wonder are both. Fin- both players' sets of finishes in the Masters, what we would think they are. Yeah. JT's, um, I know, is poor because I was responded and I had a look at it. He's got one top five yeah. uh, at the Masters and all the rest have been like top 20s and top 30s. And right. He's one top Yeah, see, that, that's there. what I was wondering. Do you know, is, is it one of these places that, that doesn't suit, um, that, that, that wouldn't shoot, suit JT from from one perspective or another now i don't know what that would be for example mm. um but then would it be somewhere that that shane would um relish because he uh because he's got a brilliant short game for example but looking back at shane's um hasn't been what... mighty sorry his master's performances haven't been mighty played mm. six times made three cuts right so yeah so not as uh not as good as say his US Open form, for example, or his Open. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah, I know that a few years ago I was talking to oh, I can't remember who it was someone in in the golf in world anyway, and they were saying that a few years back Shane's trajectory just his ball flight just didn't suit uh, Augusta at all. And they like he had much more of a linksy style ball flight. I don't know how true that that is or how accurate that is. Um, whether that's just like lore as to why they don't think Shane probably lore like he has done well on he's done well at us open courses he's done well on links courses he has like he won in firestone like you know he has uh, enough in his i suppose armory to to take care to take care of it i don't think that would be the major piece mm. it'd be whether shane has certain like way maybe that's if he had to right to left or left to right does that mean that he's better suited to to one to one track or the other but like shane i'm just looking at his results there he's had a couple of top 30s in his last two outings top 25 top 21 tie 25 tie 21st 
um before that nothing nothing of note but uh, like since then or sorry before then so look both of those have had re- really no form as such to to that you will back like if you were if you're a betting person you're looking at at form you're definitely staying away from the two of those mm. oh chain's in good form at the moment oh sorry master's form master's, master's form, form yeah. sorry yeah uh xander Schaffle. uh yeah like he'll be in my five i think yeah yeah i, I could yeah i would if i was to pick a five he'd, he'd be in mine as well uh mark donovan says paul casey no yeah i don't think so just, no way. There's no just chance. something about him that um just People doesn't like, feel I mean, right around there. Just in general or around there? A lot I, of people I, would say in general. So he was in contention at the players as well, but he oh. never felt in contention. And that's the way I feel about him at the Masters as well. He might be yeah, in he, there. Yeah, he got a piece of luck there on 16. Like I've mm. never seen him in my life before, but um rolling into a pitch mark, rolled into a pitch mark. Good yeah. God. Uh, yeah, so the golfing gods were not smiling on him. Maybe they might reward him yeah. with a Masters win. Um, Abe Answer from Alan. Uh, yeah, uh, he's going in my top five. Yeah, he's a seriously, seriously good player. Cam Smith. Cam Smith is the man I, I just picked to win it. Like. Yeah, so my top five, obviously, no surprise, are going to be um, Answer, Smith. You have to pick one kind of wild card, which I'll go for Corey Connors. He has proper form around there and has done well. Uh, so Cam Smith, Hideki, uh, for obvious reasons. Um, Abe Anser, Xander, and Corey Connors. They're going to be mine. I'm going to write mine here real quick. So uh... Yeah. Which makes it... <clears throat> so, the, like, I've, I've steered away from... Like, you'll have noticed, no Rory, no Ram. Um no uh jt no dustin um though justin johnson's last round in the players was slightly ominous when we're talking about backdooring scores or backdooring into top tens and stuff he just like made the effectively tied the course record on his, well, his last round on a tricky day when everyone else is kind of falling around him um, there was no real scores been been posted, and he pops in with a sixty three. Um, finished with an eagle, and it's just just like, hey, don't forget about me. Yeah, he was low round of the day, wasn't he? Low round of the week. Low of the week. Wow. Okay. Here's yeah. my top five, and this is like I've kind of tried to apply your logic of like a team element to it. Yeah. So not picking all these guys to win, but to yeah. do well. Um, Cam Smith, Xander, Hovland. Bob McIntyre and Scott Scheffler. That is solid. Like you'll be interesting to be you'll be splitting hairs between my five, I'd say now. Yeah. But still no Rory, no DJ, no JT. Yeah, no. Same. Yeah. Still look. There, uh, there wasn't, I don't think there's been enough form for any of them, to be to be honest, that uh that would warrant it. Um Do you know I who's don't... not in either of our top fives? And won't be in anyone's top fives. Yeah. So Nick wasn't. So, only be But <laughs> what was noticeable and what everyone picked up from that today was that Tiger's name was not on the list of past champions who will not be attending. 
so yeah, that's the, a lot that's a lot of negatives there but in 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 truth in truth it's a very much a positive thing because tiger has effect, effectively not ruled himself out but i have no hope i i don't hold any hope that he's going to be ready for it but just it was notable that his name was not on the list of past champions not playing in the tournament who provided that list uh augusta i believe okay um like i didn't make it up johnny it wasn't no like, no i just didn't write it it's just like hey i'm not i'm not I'm not bluffing everyone here. Just making up your own facts here. Yeah, I, I, I saw hey, the list floating around. You know, where did, where's this come from? What like who who was put? Did someone compile this list, or is it actually official release from from Augusta National? Um, I assume it must be official. I can't see why they wouldn't, or I can't see who would have access to the entry list uh, in advance of it. Um, but it was. Like as it as I said, it, it kind of landed today into press boxes, or you sorry yesterday into press boxes, um, and I'm not sure the official source of where it came from, um, but it wasn't on it. Yeah, no, it was. Do we think that he's just holding out until this Saudi Golf League, Live Golf League, whatever it's called, until that launches, and he's just like right him out of here. Uh. Who knows? Like he could be suspended. Like uh, I know Jay Monlin said he wasn't suspended, but like he very well could be. That actually the source of that was actually the Masters website as well. Um, okay. So yeah, that that must be that's pretty official. <laughs> it's pretty official. <laughs> as far as reliable sources go, that's as a pretty. Far, good one. As far as well, look, <laughs> that in itself could be <laughs> up for up for debate as well. Um, very good. I think I don't like I. That's that's pretty much it from my side. I think. The Masters is coming up thick and fast. It'll be honest before we know it. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Um, no, it's going to be great. And then we'll have our podcast. We'll have our sorry, our podcast. We will have podcast content coming up. We have a guest on the show who are ready to probably roll out next week as well, which would be great. So it's Paul O'Driscoll, who is the current president of the Olympic Club in San Francisco, who's the first Irish president of the Olympic Club over there. So we're going to have a chat with him about all things Olympic Club, um, kind of around the events they're hosting, something called it, like the Ryder Cup, USM, the Open, the US Open, they're just small things like that and what goes into running a club with 11,000 members. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna have a chat with him. We've got the Battle Golf series coming out. Um, yeah, your your face there. Eleven thousand members. Eleven thousand members, like two and a half thousand golf members, eleven thousand members, and three properties or something like that. So we'll have a good old chat with him about golf on the in the Bay Area um, and what it's like to have an Irish president in there. It's great. Like it's funny how patriotic we get. Uh, over there but like he, he's got some pretty good cool stories they're they're very close kind of family ties to like Ronan floods and um uh, poor carrington's caddy and the lads they all with him when they go over so it's real kind of cool atmosphere over there um so yeah so we'll have a few stories hopefully all some we can probably air some hopefully that we won't be able to air and just use them <laughs> as collateral um <laughs> but yeah and then as i said you're Putting together you're actually doing the hard work the actual work on on the on the battle golf series so that that should be out there and then um we'll yes there's loads more to come uh not forgetting 20th of may uh for our uh charity golf day associated with november with a bunch of sponsors involved 
goodie bags galore probably more business probably um advised in a in a goodie bag but it will all be there don't have to drink it on the course you can if you want to do what you want with it uh there will be whiskey tasting on the course um there will be dinner prizes afterwards the whole shebang my valley is looking pretty slick at the moment um it'll be nice and dry by the time we get there so it's 70 bucks plus i think it's about three or four quid as a booking fee um with event on Eventbrite. so just go to our socials and have a look um click through you can come as a single in a group if you've got a golf society or looking for a day out tie it in with something like this that's ready ready made and ready to go and um yeah we hope to get get booking on that so it's we are two months out from it so all good yeah tickets are flying now got a few more bookings in on that today and then um i was chatting to my group of mates from school and there's about like a group of eight or nine of them all gonna be booking in as well so i think we're yeah over the, over the halfway point so it's always nice. yeah no it'll be good shotgun starts looking at kind of half 10 11 o'clock you'll be done by golf be done by three-ish and dinner and grub after and have a have a good all you can choose to stay over play a bit more golf if, if you want or make your way back so moy valley for anyone who doesn't know um it is about 35 minutes outside dublin um not far from enfield uh that kind of direction uh, so easy to get to from all of the motorways actually in fairness a few people have been asking where it actually was and but it is pretty convenient to get out of um to get out of, from from the city or if you're coming up from the country as well um kind of wanted to have somewhere equidistant that was gonna challenge everybody and i think that we have the right place yeah no it should be a good day and it's also the friday of the pga so mm-hmm. uh, we can watch another friday of uh, another major something exactly exactly so all good right well um i think that will be that for this week like we said we got paul driscoll coming on uh, and then we will have another episode later on next week looking ahead at the masters and recapping how yep. the scratch cup went exactly great thanks guys thanks for listening we'll see you next time on the tee jack nicholas this is the minute the millions around the world have waited for We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory.